in these days leading up to Christmas, the, ch the church gives us a continuous reading from the Gospel of Luke. We read almost the entire first chapter from Monday through Saturday. And so on Monday, we heard the story of the angel coming to Zechariah, the father of St. John, and announcing to him the coming, the birth, and the conception of Zechariah. And then on Tuesday, yesterday, we heard of the angel coming to Our Lady and announcing the conception of Jesus. Now, it's interesting that the two responses, one by Zechariah and one by Mary, were very similar. Zechariah said, How shall I, shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in years. How shall I know this? And Mary said, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? So there's, they both had a concern, maybe even an objection, if we can put it that way, to, to this prophecy by the angel. Now, the, the responses to the angel to each one of these two people were very different. The angel to Zechariah said, You will be made speechless because you did not believe, and made him mute. And to Our Lady, of course, the angel carried out the prophecy and said that the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. And of course, Mary is exalted for her yes in that moment. One thing that writers have, have discerned in this is that the yes or the question of Zechariah came out of a place of fear and doubt. How shall, how shall I know this? This can't really happen. This demanding task that's being asked of me can't really happen. I can't really say yes to this because I don't see a possible path forward. And for that, he was made mute. Where Our Lady was more asking just a clarifying question. How can this be, since I have no relations with man, and I don't intend to have relations with man? I've already given my life in this pure way. So how can this be? So her response to that demanding invitation was one of trust and one of faith. And of course, it's, that, it's for that that we hear Elizabeth proclaimed this morning. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. She never had any doubt. She, had, she wanted to clarify how this would happen, but she did not have fear or doubt. She trusted fully in the Lord's providence and in the Lord's works, not in her own works, not in how she, she, would, she was living her life, but rather in what the Lord would do in, in her life. And that sets up this encounter today in what well, we celebrate as the visitation. And of course, Elizabeth, Mary comes to Elizabeth as the angel had sent her. And in doing so, he, she brings Jesus. So we say that's the first moment of evangelization, right? Mary bringing Jesus to someone else. And oftentimes that's what's exalted to us is, oh, we have to bring Jesus to others. And of course we do. But how do we do that primarily? How do we bring Jesus to others? And I think St. Ambrose, in the second reading from the Office of Readings this morning, in his commentary on this passage, he wrote, Christ has only one mother in the flesh, but we all bring forth Christ in faith. Every soul receives the word of God, if only it keeps chaste, remaining pure, and free from sin, its modesty undefiled. The soul that succeeds in this, pro in this proclaims the greatness of the Lord, just as Mary's soul magnified the Lord and her spirit rejoiced in God her Savior. So keeping oneself chaste, remaining pure, free from sin, 
its modesty undefiled. That is primarily how Christ is born in us and how we bring Christ to others. And of course, we do this by coming to Mass, by saying the Confidior in the beginning of Mass, by confessing our sins, and of course, also by going to confession, and there is the reconciliation service tonight in Blackfoot. But we do all these things, availing ourselves to receive the grace of God, so that God too can say about us, Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled.